0: Welcome back to Storytime by Renise, where we do the reading for you. Today's book is called Disney Pixar Monsters. Happy Birthday, Mike! Mike and Sully are eating pizza. Mike says it is almost his birthday, so he wants to make Mike's day extra, extra special. Sully so is very busy at work, so he does not know what to do for Mike's birthday. He tells her it is Mike's birthday. Boo has a great idea. She shows Sully a picture. It is a picture of her birthday party. Sully wants to have a, a party for Mike. Okay. Sully asks his friends for help. They will all plan the party. Then they will surprise Mike. Smithy and Needleman gather Wiggly Worms to make Mike a mud cake. Silly Abba is a super sensitive for Mike. George finds the present piñata. Silly shops for party games. George finds the piñata. Another friend brings balloons. Sooner Mike's friends arrive, they are ready to have fun. Chalpy carries the punch. Silly has decided to pin the tail on the, on the monster. Say, here's something. It must be Mike. Happy birthday, Mike. Mike opens the door, he is so surprised. She dives into some slime. Mike is so happy, he's wearing through him a party. Time for snacks. Scare the, mo- the cook. And a yummy birthday cake. Mike loves his party. Happy birthday, Mike. Silly's so very is happy. Mike had the best birthday ever. The end. Thanks for listening. By Storytime by Renise, where we do the reading for you. Be sure to listen to my other Spotify podcast. Thanks. Welcome boys and welcome back to story time where we do the reading for you. Today's book is called PM The Running Shoes. The Running Shoes. Everyone at school was walking about the cross country races. They were going to be held. The following week I'm going to win our race, grinned Olivia my new shoes will help me run much faster than everyone else anyone else sorry alex alex looked looked down at her old running shoes she wished she had a new pair like olivia's olivia ran over to alex do you like my new shoes she asked they look nice said alex olivia looked down at alex Shoes. You've had yours for ages, had yours for ages, haven't you? Yes, answered Alex, suddenly wishing her old shoes would disappear. That afternoon, Alex talked to Mum about the big race while she helped her in the kitchen. We are having our cross-country race next week, she said. That sounds exciting, said Mum. How do you think You will get on. I don't think I will. I'll win," said Alex. Olivia will. Olivia will. She's got the best shoes, but I'll try hard to finish. It's a much longer race this year. Will you and Dad come and watch me? I'll be able to," said Mum. But your Dad might be too busy at work. I'd really like it if he could come," said Alex. I always run faster when both of you are watching. During the weekend, Dad and Alex went out for a run together. You are running very well, Alex said. Dad, you could win your race next week. Just remember not to run too fast at the beginning. Olivia keeps saying she's going to win because she's got new running shoes, said Alex. Some of the fastest runners in the world don't wear shoes at all, smiled Dad. On the day of the cross-country race, when Alex was just putting on her running shoes, Olivia ran over to her. My dad says the best runners have the best shoes, grinned Olivia, and she ran off to join the others. Not long after that the race began, Alex saw mom on the sideline waving to her, but she couldn't see her dad. Soon it was time for Alex, Alex's race. The children headed c- across the hilly fields towards the first flag. Olivia was out in front and Alex thought about catching up to her, but then she remembered what her dad's had said. She decided to stay with most of the other children. It was too soon to try to take the lead. She would wait for the right moment. As she ran down the last hill, Alex saw Mom standing um, among the other parents. Then she saw that he had come after all. Olivia was still in the lead, but she hasn't, she wasn't too far ahead. Alex knew that this was the moment to speed up. She ran faster than she had ever run before. She tried so hard that she ran past Olivia and hit the tape first. Mum and Dad rushed over to her. That was a great race, cried Mum. Dad smiled and said, Now do you... You still think you need a new pair of running shoes? No, said Alex. I like these old ones. They are the best running shoes ever. Now let's. So this valuable lesson about the running shoes is about you don't need to run fast at the start. Just as long your mom and dad are here, you're brave enough, you're fast enough, and that's good enough. As long as you try your best. And don't always think about winning, because... You can slow down and save more energy when you really do need energy. Thanks for watching guys. Bye. Sorry guys, I meant thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, today I'm gonna be reading... Hassan's New Friends. When you heard the child's voice, Tilly me- Peeped over the bushes. She saw a boy about eight years old carrying a huge box into the house. Tilly crept out of the bushes and rushed inside to tell mum. There's a boy next door, said Tilly. Did you say hello? asked mum. Tilly shook her head. No, she looks like he might not speak English. She'll understand hello and smile, mum told her. Tilly saw the boy peeping. From behind a bush in his front yard, he's hiding," said Tilly. "He might be shy," said Mum. "Some people are shy until they get to know you. Ask them over for morning tea tomorrow." When Tilly went outside, the boy stepped out from behind the bushes, bush, and gave a. Lil no Way, Tilly waved back. Hello, I'm Tilly, she said. Hi, I'm Hassan, the boy answered. You've got hundreds of boxes in that truck, can I help you carry some? Tilly asked. Thanks, but we've got lots of helpers already, replied Hassan. Would your family like to come to our house for morning tea tomorrow? Tilly asked, that would be nice, but my father has to work, work, and my mother can't speak much English, said Hassan. Let your mother eat and drink, Tilly grinned. Laughed Hassan. Then she can come for morning tea tomorrow. Morning tea, said Tilly. Then smiled Hassan. Chapter 2 Morning Tea The next morning, Tilly helped her mother decorate a cake for the visitors. When she heard a knock, Tilly opened the door to welcome them. Then everyone sat together, talking and laughing. Sometimes, sometimes using actions to help each other understand. Hanson's mother noticed Tilly's photo on the wall and asked, "Good good school? Yes, lovely," said Mum. "It's very friendly," added Tilly. We moved twice before said. Before Hassan told them, people haven't always been kind. That's terrible," said Tilly's mother. "I don't understand unkind people." Tilly said. "Let's all walk to school together on Monday." Oh. After school, Tilly felt proud to walk to walk in school into school along her new friend, but Hassan felt afraid when a group of parents stopped talking to looked at them. She guessed when some. Tilly nearby pointed at his mother Tilly he felt embarrassed. Don't worry, Tilly," said said to Hassan, my friend. Annie, Annie, and Max will really like you. Annie and Max. Max waved from across the playground but didn't come over Tilly was disappointed. She noticed Hassan's sad face and whispered. Hassan's sad face and whispered. They're just shy. Some people are shy until they get to know you. Tilly called Annie Max. Come and meet my friend Hassan. When Annie and Max came over, other children followed. Chapter four. Joining the class. Tilly and her mother helped the new friends fill in forms at the office. Then it was time for class. Mum kissed Tilly goodbye, and Hassan's mother hugged him tightly. "I'll look after him," said Tilly. <laughs> As Tilly skipped along the hallway, Hassan walked quietly beside her. At first, he was afraid, but he felt much better when Tilly said, I'm glad you are in my class, Hassan. We'll be friends at school at, and at home. Um. Hassan's new friend. Tilly's classroom was nice and bright. The teacher smiled warmly. Welcome, Hass- Hassan. We're delighted to have you join us. Max's hand shot straight up. Could Hassan sit between Tilly and me, please? Max asked. Hassan smiled. I will like, I will like it here, Tilly. People are friendly once they get to know you. So this was Hassan's new friend. Thanks for listening with me by Storytime by Renise Sam. Thanks. Bye. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. The valuable lesson was that friends are Bye-bye, and enjoy your weekend, if you do have fun. Hi, boys and girls, and welcome back to Storytime, where we do the reading for you. Today, we're going to be reading In Your Dreams, Sally, sponsored by Sally Morgan, Brown, Wee, Wee, Van in your no dream. So Susie sat gummy at the kitchen table trying to do her homework. It had been half an hour since My she'd bad. written what I want to be when I grow up. Susie Martin, can I help? her mom asked. Susie shook her head. No one can, no one can, she sighed. The trouble is, I just don't know what I want to be when I grow up. That night, Susie had a dream in her dream. A brilliant rainbow arched right across the night sky. Susie reached out, dipped her hands into the rainbow, then pressed her palm against the sky. It made a bright yellow star laughing. She dipped her hand into all the other rainbow colours. One after the other. Soon the whole night sky was filled with Susie's handmade stars. The next day at school, all Susie could think about was her dream. Have you started your essay yet? Asked Miss Eton. Her teacher... Her teacher... Or are you still daydreaming, Susie? Still had it Su daydreaming. Susie still hadn't written anything but she had drawn lots of colourful colourful birds and animals in the margins. Right, said Miss Eton. You can stay in and work on it at lunchtime. Remember it has to be handed in on Monday, now try and concentrate, but Susie couldn't. When she got home from school, she told her mom about her dream. Perhaps it means you're going to be an astronaut, her mom said. Oh, that's not it, interrupted her brother Ryan. Her dream just means she's crazy off the planet, Ryan ran away Chanting Susie's of her planet. Susie's of the planet. I know Snitch. Susie. Her mom's fast. Why don't you go and ask Gran for help? She's good with dreams. I saw a cloud, A funny, funny cloud. What a wonderful dream. Gran sighed when Susie told her, I wish I could have one like that. One like that. What does it mean, Gran? Susie asked. A dream is special. Why right? special meaning just for you? It's best if you can if you can work it out for yourself, Gran said. Kindly you should worry, though so another dream will come to help you if you get stuck. Lou said her dad, you're a chip of the old block, your grandfather would have been proud of you, I sh- I sure am, we all are, added her mum. Gran was right, Susie giggled, it's good to follow your dreams, why don't we all go to bed early tonight, suggested Gran, then we might have dreams as good as Susie's.
1: Everyone
0: laughed. <laughs> Lee and the valuable Christmas dreams are fun no matter what dreams. Thanks for listening with me story time by story time reading by Miss Slam. I hope you liked it. Welcome back to Storytime by Renise where we do the reading for you. Today's book is called Disney Mickey and Friends. Mickey's and birthday. Published by Ellen D. Illustrated by the Disney Storybook artist Dr. Inc. Minnie woke Mickey woke up and jumped out of bed. Good morning, Pluto. He said, like he did everything. Mickey. Ate breakfast like he, every day. He did his stretch like he, like he did every day. But today was not like every other day. Today was Mickey's birthday. What should we do today? Mickey asked Pluto. Mickey looked out the window and saw his friends. They were walking along the path behind his house. I wonder what they are doing, thought Mickey. Mickey looked closer. Donald was carrying cups and plates. Daisy was carrying lemonade. Goofy was, scary. was carrying a bunch of balloons. Minnie was carrying a big cake. Pluto! Pluto! Mickey said. It looks like they are having a party. Do you think it could be a birthday party for Minnie? We'd better get tri- dressed, he said, just in case. So Mickey Dusted off his gloves and polished his buttons. He even brushed Pluto. Finally, they were ready. A little later, the doorbell rang. Ding dong! Mickey opened the door. It was Donald, and he looked up. Said, "What's wrong, Donald?" Mickey asked. "My favorite hammock is broken." Donald said. "I cannot nap without it." "Sure, Donald." "Can can you help me fix it?" "Sure, Donald," said Mickey. So Mickey went with Donald as they walked and idea popped into Mickey's and idea popped into Mickey's head. maybe Donald is really taking me to my party, he thought. Mickey was so excited that he started to skip. Donald stopped near two large streets, he looked down at the ground, there was the broken hammer. There was the broken hammer. Mickey looked around, there were no balloons and no cake. There was just one friend who needed his help, so Mickey helped Donald fix his hammock. Thanks, Mickey, Donald said when it was fixed, then Donald climbed into the hammock and fell asleep. You're welcome, Mickey said, and he started to head home. On the way, he met Minnie and Daisy. Mickey, Mickey, Minnie said, we have something to show for you, so, so Mickey went with them. Oh boy, thought Mickey, are they taking me to my party? Minnie and Daisy led Mickey to the flower garden. Ta said Daisy. Everything is blooming, said Minnie. Mickey looked around the flowers and pretty. Flowers and pretty but where is my party? Mickey wondered. Do you want to help us garden? Daisy asked him, so Mickey helped water the flowers. A few minutes later, Goofy ran up and pulled Mickey away. Mickey, 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 Goofy shouted, tugging on his friend's arm. You have to see this! So Mickey went with Goofy. Goofy seemed very excited. Mickey thought he must be taking me to my party. Look, Mickey Goofy said, stopping by a large rock. Mickey looked all around, but there was no sign of a party. Why was Goofy so excited? Then Mickey looked down. Two snails were racing on the rock. Gosh, watch them go, Goofy said. Mickey had never seen a snail race. It was exciting, but not as exciting as a party. Mickey watched for a while, then he and Pluto headed home. Oh well, Pluto, Mickey said. I guess I was wrong. I guess there is no birthday party after all. Mickey walked up the path to his house. He opened his Front door and stepped inside. It. As she felt for the light switch, surprise! She friends jumped out of out at him. It was a surprise party. Surprise party for Mickey. For the first time all day, Mickey was not expecting it. He was so, so surprised. How? I do not understand, said Mickey. How did you make a party at my house and in the secret and in secret? Shock. Goofy laughed. We are pretty sneaky, Minnie giggled. We took t- turns keeping you busy, he said. Mickey thought about estate. Don's broken up daisies and Minnie's flowers. Goofy snow is now Goofy aunt. Now Mickey understood. Mickey smiled a huge smile. Thanks everyone, he said, for the best party ever, his friend clapped and shook. Happy birthday, Mickey! Disney Mickey and friends. Bye bye. Thanks for listening with me by time with Renise. Bye. I hope you liked it. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Storytelling by Renée, where we do the reading for you. Today's book is called Peppa Pig, level one, on a boat. and her family are going on a boat. Boats, get your boats, yeah, says Miss Rabbit. We don't want these boats, says Daddy Pig. We don't want these boats, says Daddy Pig. These boats are small. We want a big one, please. These peddlers are big, says Mummy Pig. I would like a peddler, please, says Daddy Pig. Papa and her family are on the peddler. You must pedal with your feet, says Miss Rabbit. Emily elephant and her family are going on a boat too. We would like this one, please, says Daddy elephant. Danny Dog and Captain Dog are going on a boat too. We would like this one, please, says Captain Dog. The families are on their boats. You must pedal, Daddy says, Peppa. This is not easy, says Daddy Pig. The families are hungry now. They eat. They eat a picnic. The children love picnics. Come back now, says Miss Rabbit. Who can can come back first? Says Miss. Says Mummy, Mummy Pig. Daddy pig petals and pedals. This is not easy, she says. Captain Dog comes back first. I love going on a boat, she says. Papa and her friends love going on boats too. Hi boys and girls, and welcome to back to story time, where we do the reading for you. Today's book is called Princess Beauty's Ponies. Sponsored by Silver, the Magic Snow Pony. Was what a busy morning at Straight Light Stables. Princess Evie had been busy mucking out her pony stores with the help of her kitchen sparkle, kitchen sparkle. That was hard work, sighed Evie. Now it's time for an adventure. Who's coming today? You see, Evie's ponies weren't just any old ponies; they were magic ponies. Whenever Evie t- rolled them, she was whisked away on a magical adventure in a faraway land. saber silver neigh and shocked her long mane. okay, silver smiled Evie. It's you, Silver. What was a small pony? Okay, Silver smiled. Evie, it's you. Silver was a small pony with a soft white coat like falling snow. Come on, Sparkles called Evie, but Sparkle wouldn't jump up. What's wrong? She asked. Then Evie realized she had forgotten her ruck rucksack. Full of useful things. Quickly she scooped up the rough cap and sparkles. Silver cancelled towards the tunnel of trees. Evie closed her eyes. Where would the tunnel take them to today? Princess Evie gasped as the opened, as she opened her eyes to a wonderful Snow covered world. Now she was wearing a fluffy pink co- cloak, woolly mittens and snug boots. Silver's mane and chill sparkled with icicles and swirling patterns. A frost glittered on her front and sandals as they plodded through the snowy, the snow They met two little snow fairies, pulling a very big sleigh. Why are you going with such a big sleigh? asked Evie. Well, we're going ice skating on Lake Perla, said the snow fairies. Do you want to come? Oh, yes, please, replied Evie excitedly. I love skating. My pony Silver is really strong. She can pull your sleigh if you like. Soon they were all gliding towards Lake Perla, snuggled up in the back of the sleigh. Evie and the snow fairies sang jolly songs as snowflakes floated down and landed on their noses. Suddenly, without warning, Silver stopped. What is it, Silver? asked Evie. Look, no, cried the snow fairies, pointing her at the bottom of a huge snow griff this was a tiny polar bear cub. He looked at them with a with big eye uh, with big sad eyes. I've lost my my mummy and daddy, he quivered. Please help me. The snow fairies knew that the polar bear lived in the north and Evie knew that the silver pulling the sleigh they could get the little cub home before dark. and still get to Lake Prola in time for skating. There was just one problem. Which way was north? Sparkles had an idea. He padded over to the rock, rock, rock scack, full of useful things, and found a shoelace, a pen, and pencil, and a compass. Well done, Sparkle cheered Evie. They all watched the hand of the compass spin and then pointing northwards of this spin. As the snow got thicker and thicker, Evie and the snow fairies pulled up their warm hoods sparkles and the little polar bear cup huddled up. But soon the Snow was flying all around them, and Silver couldn't see through it. They were lost in a blizzard. I want my mummy, sobbed the little cub. Don't worry, said Evie, we'll find her somehow. But Evie was feeling a little scared, stuck in the snow. Just then, there was a loud roaring noise. Help! cried Evie. And the snow fairy to get up, but there was no need to worry. Mama! squealed the big cup, and, the, and he leaped out of the sleigh, right into the arms of his mummy. We've been searching for you everywhere, said mummy bear, and she gave her baby a big hug. Thank you for rescuing our little baby, said daddy bear. How can we ever repay you. Well, said Evie, perhaps you could tell us how to get to Lake Perla. We can do better than that, smiled Dutch Bear. Come on, bears. All together, the bears helped up the sleigh out of the blizzard. Then they gathered around and began humming. The sound echoed through the air and their icy breath spiraled up the sky, Princess Evie looked up to see a swirl of snowflakes above the sleigh. The flakes rolled and whizzed around them as they whirled faster and faster. They lifted through silver, and with the and with the sleigh up, up into the air. We're flying, cried the Evie and the snow fairies as they climbed. Higher and higher into the air. Bye bye bears and thank you. They flew over the snowdrifts and heard of bringers scraping at the snow. They looked down and saw snow foxes playing together. This is a very happy story. Before they could catch their breath, the sleigh lats Landed gently on the banks banks of Lake Perla, that was amazing gas says Princess Evie Ellie and she had went. The sleigh arrived, and soon the frozen lake was full of snow. fairies practicing their ice dances. Come on, Evie, go the snow fairies. Evie put on her ice skates and glided onto the ice. Music floated softly across the frozen lake. And all the fairies clapped and sang. After their dance, Princess Evie and the snow fairies warmed up with delicious cups of hot charcoal. Late. Then it was time for Evie sparkles and silver to go home. Princess Evie gave the snow fairies big hugs. Thank you for your wonderful adventures, he said. Don't forget to come back soon, smiled the snow fairies. Off Silver cantered back through the snow. of the tunnel of trees, Evie turned and waved to to the two little snow fairies. Back at Starlight's stables, Princess Evie brushed out Silver's mane. Something fell and landed on the ground with a twinkle pinker. It was a little Joe push push. Inside there were two little snowflake hair clips. Thank you, Snow Fairy, smiled Princess Evie. And thank you, Silver. You're a very special pony. Special Snow Pony. Meow, a great smile. I see end. That was all about Princess Evie's ponies. So they're all magical. Hope you enjoyed the story. Bye. Remember to listen to my other um, episodes. Thanks for listening. Enjoy.